Roll dice, be nice, and stay tuned. This is the Live to Die podcast. So I think we've talked about this on air before that often we'll just like, you know, we don't do this uh, as a full-time job as the quality and our attention to mechanics, each other at the game sometimes belie. So we'll like pick a weekend and record a batch of these at a time. Take break, take a break, get some lunch. And so today during lunch, we the one thing that's going to be rough is we'll start talking and it'll be a really good conversation. We're like, oh, this is great. Should we talk about it on the next episode? And one thing came up, uh, Jared started sharing with us a reoccurring dream that you'd had like as a kid. Are you comfortable sharing that sharing. on air? Yeah, no, we were just, I don't know what, I don't know why we talked about it, but something about dreams, but I would have this reoccurring dream as a kid, probably like, you know, end of elementary school to mm-hmm. middle school where my family and I would all go to a fair or like a carnival and it was like this really picturesque area, like in the the bottom of this valley. And I would, I would climb up by myself. I'd climb up the hill and look down on the fair and it was all nice and beautiful. And then uh, all of a sudden everything would catch fire and I would just have a terrible feeling. It's uh, so sad. Like everyone, like, <laughs> like everyone I know is down there. This is great. Yowzers. And I don't know what that means to this day. I've never tried to unpack it. And I really didn't think about it much until... We were just talking about that. That <laughs> feels like an opening sequence of a like dramatic book, like a, yeah. a dream yeah. sequence of seeing a town burning. Totally. And Foreboding. It, there was some definitely like, there were some feels in there. Like I was scared, you know, but then I woke up and I was like, oh, that was weird. And you just go on with life. <laughs> it's because you don't have an inner monologue. That's, that's, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, yeah, that's actually I didn't why talk you don't. I did <laughs> Uh, anyone else have reoccurring dreams? So I actually held on to this because I figured it would be hilarious to say it on the podcast. Oh God. Um, I don't know of a recurring dream that I've had, but last night I had a dream involving Trent, which was that, uh, for some reason, how I often was, does this happen? <laughs> this was maybe the first time it was, uh, I was really annoyed at Trent about something and I don't know. All the time. Yeah. yeah, that does happen all the time. I don't know why or like what it was that he'd done to annoy me, but the way I was getting my vengeance was I was just following Trent around town. He was like running errands, driving around. <laughs> and in my dream, I was just following him and I had like 12 smoothies and every, t- <laughs> and every so time he stopped his car, I would throw. Oh no, my poor truck is just covered in smoothies. <laughs> wait, wait, is this I like... would just throw a smoothie at Trent's car. <laughs> I kind of love this. <laughs> was it the same kind of smoothie every time or did you yeah, like, Well, they were pink. I don't know what they huh. were. I hope you made them and didn't buy them because that's a waste of money. Like I just like distinctly remember that in my car, I'm like driving around really mad and there's like this like crate of smoothies next to me and yeah. I just keep grabbing them. <laughs> now every time I see you at the coffee shop with a smoothie I'm going to like jump a little bit. <laughs> I don't know why but I could totally see you buying like a 12 pack of smoothies and going to chuck them at train all day. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like I'm going to follow him around all day and every time he thinks that like that's got to be the last smoothie I'm going to have another <laughs> There's going to be one more. Yeah. I don't know why I had a dream where you were being mean to me. Like, why would I even think that? <laughs> why would you ever think that, Jason? Uh, now, important question. Were these like some of these from a grocery store with like a screw top lid? Is this like a, no, a they were just, shop they, with a to-go Yeah, cup? it was like they were in to-go cups because I, and I remember thinking this is great because the lids pop off when I hit the car and yeah, they perfect. splatter everywhere. Those lids do come off. So, okay, that's what I was curious. Like, is it, is it, does it yeah. really matter that they're No, smoothies? the point was, I don't know, maybe it was like a smoothie related slight that Trent had like committed that made mm, me mad. That but subconscious was pissed. <laughs> so pissed. <laughs> But for some reason, I was just like, I'm so mad at Trent. I'm just going to throw smoothies in his car all day. Are you setting the fire in your dream, Jared? Oh, that's a good so. question. I think I'm just watching it unless I'm like mentally doing it somehow. Mm. Well, like, you don't have an inner monologue. Maybe it's doing it and you just stop yeah, telling you. Who knows? Maybe I, your I inner monologue has left your body and is off committing crimes. <laughs> Arson, in fact. I listened to a podcast the other day actually about dreams. It was just like something on NPR or something like that. And it was talking about how 
like you can't really take any of the like dream symbology from that you read. Generally speaking, you have to think about like, oh, what does this symbol mean to me? It's like, oh, how do I feel about like tigers or like fire or whatever that's in your dream? And that can help you analyze. Because dreams are just your body dumping cash data. Mm-hmm. It's like what? Right. Like clear and garbage. Throw it all it's in a there. Ram dump. Yeah, a ram dump. Yeah, but I yeah. wonder what makes them reoccur. You know what I mean? Like where yeah. it feels the same, I, uh, even if it's oh, not, but it feels the same. Also, in my dream, Trent was driving a minivan. <laughs> <laughs> so hmm. really, this was directed at Jared. I think so. <laughs> Uh, I, I had a couple reoccurring dreams as a kid, like three, uh, I had some where I, it wasn't like a specific dream, but like where I would jump and I could jump really high and I would just mm-hmm. jump around a town and that well, felt really fun. special. Or the most common one is I used to dream that I was like at the pool and I dive underwater and I could hold my breath forever and I would just get to be underwater. And it was my favorite dream. Hmm. But I did have a reoccurring dream where I was like, it was everything from like playing a video game to doing a task in which I had to focus. And it felt like something was on like a conveyor belt. And I felt like I had to focus on so many things at once that I couldn't see any single one. And I was trying to like focus on everything. Every time I focus on something, it was like it would open up. And then there were five more things in that I had to focus on. And each out of all of those five were five more. And I just would wake up feeling really overwhelmed and stressed. Uh, yeah. yeah I sounds like that's, anxiety. That's anxiety. <laughs> yes, <laughs> for sure. Mm-hmm. Anxiety. Sounds so, like parenting. So I had anxiety. <laughs> Uh, I had a couple. The one that was very strange was that uh, I would be like one of the people going out um, at a basketball game, like at the very beginning of it, you know, like they announced the players and mm-hmm. I would be trying to go out onto the court, but like my balance was awful. So I'd like take a few steps and just fall over immediately. <laughs> and I felt like an idiot in front of all these people, like trying to stand up, but I just couldn't do it. Oh, weird. Yeah. Also, for some reason, when you guys were just talking, I just got deja vu like really bad. Maybe we've talked about dreams before. I just before. saw your face. I was like, what is that? Face <laughs> I was like, I feel like I've heard this before. I, I used to sometimes dream that like the brakes in whatever car I was driving, like mostly didn't work. Again, anxiety. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, that's... Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> or like, you know life. how people talk about the dream of like, oh, I showed up to class and I had a test, but I never came or I never studied. Yeah, you yeah. know, I would always have that, but with soccer where I would like be on the field and the whistle's about to go off and I'll be like, Oh my God, I haven't played soccer in like 10 years, <laughs> but it's like a very high level game. And there's a lot of people cheering and stuff. And I would be like, this is going to be really awful. <laughs> That's stressful. Yeah. No, I don't have any. <laughs> I, don't, I can't think of like one recurring dream. They're just all, all my dreams are really relevant. Like, you know, we were playing games where my character is always like on the outside of the group the last few weeks. So that's how I felt <laughs> in my dream, like outside of the group. <laughs> Ryan and I started talking about like your first love or the girlfriends that you actually did give a shit about <laughs> because like you actually cared about them and you know, you're young and stupid, but you, whatever. So in my dream that night, I married every ex-girlfriend that I ever had. <laughs> At once? Yeah. <laughs> Not wow. including Jessica. She didn't exist. Oh. But like, there's something to analyze. If, if you're an ex-girlfriend <laughs> living here, I had a dream about, or listening, I had a dream about marrying you the other day. It's super fucking weird. Wow. Yeah. It was very fast. It's like a Rolodex of like, marriage. Is like this one Have you seen the meme where uh, it's like other people's dreams and like, yeah, it's like, you know, something very typical. And it's like my dreams. It's a guy dressed as a soda can a whole, killing someone with a crossbow. <laughs> yeah. Those are my dreams. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Oh, God. Uh, uh, well, you know what uh, might not be a dream? Your experience that you've woken up to here uh, in the manor home of one Jamandi Aldori. What if it was all a dream? I was about to ask. It's all a Usually dream. Usually up magazine. Do, uh, <laughs> it was all a dream. <laughs> Do any of you feel like at this point, this might be a dream sequence? Is there any chance? Ooh. No fucking what, what, chance. What would you put the probability on of this being a dream sequence? Um... Zero. Well, now that you said that, I'm kind of suspicious. I guess 1% just because of possibility sick. Sure, sure. Yeah. Or like, what if it's not a dream, but then it's like an experiment and they tell us like, oh, what? You guys are dreaming. Ooh. No, that's a different AP. <laughs> it's totally different AP. It's really fun. Uh, <laughs> it does happen. It's true. If there's a guy named JR at the end of this and we shoot and kill him and then we wake up and he's fine, <laughs> it might be a dream. JR? Junior? Don't worry about it. Okay. I got There's it. like two people who are listening who are like, oh yeah, I know that reference. Oh. So. Nerd. 
Let's go back to the doors were opening. You were oh, in right. the scullery. Going into yeah. the great hall. Yep. And Nikolai had just been talking through the door to someone. It's like, oh, you killed the giant? Really? Get ready, everyone. And you started to open this door. As the doors open, you catch a glimpse of the great hall. And it's so different than it was even... I mean, it's like three or four o'clock in the morning at this point. So it's been a handful or two of hours, but not a ton. The three long tables that were filled just yesterday with adventurers and merrymakers have now been rolled over onto the sides, pushed against the large entry doors that you originally came through to make makeshift barriers. There's dishes, broken goblets, and blood all over different parts of the floor throughout the room. And you see at least a dozen bodies kind of along the walls of the same room that you are coming, the same side that you're coming into the room from. And they're all, both the bodies and the people you see around are predominantly dressed as uh, Jamandi's house guards. They're still m moving around, and a lot of them are even working to barricade the double doors on the other side of the Great Hall towards the west. You're in the east wing right now. You can see that those are sealed shut and tapestries have been torn off the walls and they're shoved into the gaps between the floor and the doors on the western side of the hall in what is a mostly feeble attempt to keep what you can see now as small wisps of smoke from flowing into the hall through those closed oh, double God. doors from what must be some sort of fire in the manor's west wing. Great. Now, standing alongside several house guards, weapons pointed at the ready as the doors open, you see a large man, gray eyes, closely cropped black hair with a bushy eyebrows, but a thin mustache sort of looking at you. As soon as through the door, he can see the body of the giant. You see his eyes look over to it, his eyes wide at the pile of corpses and at the giant, and he, his sword kind of comes down a little, looks at you, Nikolai. We are not here to hurt you. We are, we have cleared the rooms behind us. And we are making our way forward. Oh no, I I'm, I recognize you from last night. Oh god, what what happened in the East Wing? Sort of staring at this ragtag band of beat-up different adventurers. I killed a man. I killed a giant. Uh, it appears the black tears? Is that what they're called? Black tears? Ooh, I don't remember. Who are the assassins? I... You, Nikolai, you did recognize them yeah. as being the Black Tears? The Black Tears. Sounds the Black like Tears have attacked the uh, manor. That, that's what this is, a manor. The that's... giant said he was contracted. <sighs> he was here murderer for hire. Dear God, no, that's what I've seen too. The same tattoos and the ones we've been fighting here. I'm surprised they've made such a brazen move. They're either desperate or someone paid them well enough to try this. How How many? How many of the um, how many of the the tiers remain in the east wing? Uh, let's see. We took out, uh, including the giant. We took out uh, same seventeen. We took out eight. We're eight and how uh, many? nine, uh, including the giant. There was also an ogre. Yeah, an ogre, ogre as well. He only had one eye though, so it's like you know, a one-eyed ogre. That was Lindsay. Lindsay got him. Oh yeah, shit! Yeah. Well, that's her. Actually, over here. she's <laughs> been writing the whole thing down. You should talk to her. Um, how many? How many are still alive back there? How many did you run from? Oh, I, we didn't run from any. Excuse me, what? Uh, yeah, we did uh, not run from any, sir. Zero. No. There are zero left back what there. What are you, a coward? <sighs> no, I'm just... <laughs> I'm glad that you've been able to take take care of as much as you have. Do you um, need any help? Yes, we, we certainly do, but it, it sounds like the wing behind you is clear. So, What's the deal with this fire happening? Ah... Uh, Yes, well, armed mercenary, several other giants attacked the manor um, sometime in the night. Lady Jarmondi rallied a few of the gods here in the room after some of the fight that we were able to take. He sort of gestures around, because I should, I should clarify, there are plenty of bodies that are house guard, but there are quite a few black tier bodies scattered okay. around the room as well. Lady Jarmondi, she, uh, well, some of the attackers fled into the east wing where you are, but the majority of them went to the west. Um, the hallway leading from the Great Hall has several guest chambers where several more of the adventurers who were here 
we're staying. We heard clashing and blades coming from there just a, even a few minutes ago. Yeah, they are probably dead. Well, I'm, I think the rooms further west are probably still safe, but there must be some sort of fire between between here and there. Can I do like a sense motive or something? Yeah, it's a perception check. Okay. Give me that bonus. Plus five. Okay. He seems overwhelmed, um, but like really happy to see you and hearing that there's a few who are dead. Um, that's really good and helpful for him. Does anyone need healing? Is anyone injured? Yes, I need healing. I can't fix your shoulder. <laughs> I don't know what to say. My shoulder is frozen from Slam this giant. Can somebody do something about this? <laughs> nope. God damn it. I'm just going to like ask around, does anybody know how to heal? Can somebody please do something about this? Like I literally just need, like maybe I'll how, just go stick it in the fire over there. I don't how know. long after you fail are you allowed to try again? Uh, you're immune for an hour. An hour. <laughs> Nikolai cannot do anything about my cold shoulder. Nope. Wait, are you immune to being treated or are you immune, immune to trying? I've always ruled it as immune to ace. No, it is. So I think from trying you're immune for an hour if you fail, if you, if, someone had succeeded in healing Ari, uh, my ruling would be that Ari would then be immune to anyone for an hour. But he failed, so can so someone, someone else, else try? try? Yes. I could try, I'm not I mean, it's not my first trade, but... Well, it's better than nothing. Can I borrow some healers, tools? Sure, sure. And even now, you will and he just like tells you some advice that he knows yeah, about yeah. medicine. Oh, are you assisting me? Yes, I am assisting you. Can I? Yeah. Well, that, that guy oh, just died. Yeah, so I just watched that beam fall on that guy, okay. and he does not look okay. At this point, you're now, like, now that you're coming into the room, you're hearing some of the sounds of of battle from the western wing of the manor. We're all just over here, like, bickering. <laughs> yep. I rolled a 20 for eight. I'm trained. Okay, cool. Uh, so that's 20 for eight. That's a plus one. The man will sort of say, um, I... All of you, please you come into the hall. You can leave the door open. It sounds like you've cleared that out. Um, we'll try to offer you what help we can. I am uh, Lieutenant Ivanzi. And you are the captain of the guard? Lieutenant. Lieutenant of the guard, yes. Um, you'll forgive me. I don't remember your names. It's all been one, one hell of a night. Uh, I'm Biff. That's I'm Ari. Ari. Lucky. Lucky. Excellent. Nikolai. Nikolai. And from behind you, um, um, harem. Uh, yeah, trust Amiri. me on this one. Don't get him Allie. talking. Lindsay. Uh, Excellent. All, um, all of you, please come in. Biff. Um, no. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm the leader here, so. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> if you'll take your, your party in the center, we've, we've made a makeshift aid station in some places to set what few supplies we have, medical and otherwise, are, are there. Um, sort of looks over. You do see him, his eyes hang for an extra second on the magical sword you're carrying mm. and on the magical mace you're carrying. But he doesn't say anything of it. He does just sort of his eyes linger on them for a minute. Do I notice that? Yeah. Like, I'll say uh, we have found some weapons. I found this mace. Is it okay, okay found if this I use sword. this? <sighs> for now, I, I don't think it matters. That's a question for Lady Jamandi when you when she's Where next is here. she? She um she ordered me to hold the hall and took a squad of eight guards with her and went to go clear out the west wing. I think it was her goal to retake the dueling hall at the end of the manor. I'll wager she's still there trying to do exactly that. Dueling hall. Should we? Uh, Sounds like a good time. Yeah. Should we uh, follow up? Can someone fix that? my shoulder, please? I got a fifteen. Ah. I got a fifteen exactly. Okay. I rolled. A 10 plus 4, which is my medicine skill, plus 1. Uh, is, it, uh, is it DC 15 to do DC that? DC 15. So it Thanks, Lucky. Minutes, and while he's sort of talking to you while you patch it up, honestly, um, I'm, we're desperate here for any kind of help. I'm trying to hold this the Great Hall here against the numbers that keep showing up, but it's all we can do. I'm, I am worried. I mean, Lady is one of the greatest swordsmen we have here in this area of Brevoy, but giants are giants. Hell yes. Let's There's go. giants? Yes. Several. Great. They seem small for their stature, but, you know, they say, please, if there's anything you can do to help, I would... Wait, what do they I say? Because, I, you know, I, that's relevant information for me. No, what, so. what does who say? Uh, you just said they're, they're may, they may be small, but you know what they say, so that's oh, kind of... Giants are voraciously hungry, stronger than you can imagine. Oh, 
I thought you were going a completely different direction. All right, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) What was his name, Lieutenant what? Um, Dan. (laughs) Lieutenant Dan. Uh, He came down to my boat one time, but I wasn't there. (laughs) I-V-E-N-Z-I of N-Z. It would, anything you can do to help would be, I'd be grateful. Ari, like, starts off in the direction of the dueling hall, which sounds like fun. No, um. Lucky, would you like to murder a few more people? Sure. If they're giants, find me up. Well, whatever you can do to help. We don't know how many are still in there alive or otherwise in the Western Hall. I suppose the best way we'll be through will be the main doors, but once we let you, we're going to shut them. We're trying to keep the smoke out of here as best, best we can. If you knock, he kind of gives you the, like, knock, and we'll know it's you. It's not just complicated, but it's something. We'll let you back through, so we won't run our goals into trap you there. Just keep the smoke in as much as we can. Great. Sounds good. Okay, so we're going west. Ooh, new map. New bam, map. Bam, bam, bam. Bum, kind of looks bum, bum. like you flipped the other one in a different direction. So you'll start at the <laughs> eastern edge. Northern is Jace, Jason facing again. All right. Got it. So you'll be coming into those doors on the all the way down to the far east near Trent and Jared at the table. When you're ready. Make any preparations you want before you go into that smoke-filled hallway. I actually, I could use a little bit of healing. I'm just down through three, give or take, out of 17 sure, generally, sure. you know, just to make a if generalization. You had to any random numbers. Right. Let's say 17. Right. 15. All right. Nice. 2d8. Plus. 2D8. Yeah, just 2d8. Let's see. I'll Anyone try else? myself while. Okay. 15. Waiting. I'm fine. 19, so I got it too. All right. So everyone, patch yourself up as much as you're going to patch yourself up. At this point, I think Amiri comes up to you, Jane. She's like, um, Ari, I'm, I wish I could do more to help, but I'm, I'm so exhausted. There's been, and like, you can see, like, broken nose, blood is, co- like, covering all of them. And even, I think Lindsay kind of comes up to you, and I'm going to try to take care of these that fought the giant before you. Yes, um, stay here. Excellent. And she, Lindsay sort of looks up, thank you all so much. Valerie makes eye contact with kind of all of you from the distance and nods. And Harem just sort of broods, covered in his own blood. And Ari's like, hey, Lindsay, way to kill an ogre. Thanks. Way to, way to kill a giant. Thanks. Yeah, that was pretty badass. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. All right. Let's go. So all of you... Yeah! Uh, <laughs> as they open the door for you. Oh, thanks. Just like the guy on the other side who's like, oh. <laughs> so be quick about it. When the door opens, you'll need to go through as quickly as you can. Is the room filled with mechanically difficult breathing smoke? <laughs> I, I don't. Do we? Is there? Do we even have anything that could? I mean, I have nothing that could make any difference. We to know that. how to hold our breath. Yeah. That's about it. Um. Yeah, I mean, do you want to make a survival check? Sure. You get a... Yeah. I would love to. See what comes out of that. Maybe <sighs> That's not great. Something. Get a plus one because your cloak. Yeah, your cloak is a plus one on all survival so 16. checks. So, you're like, uh, you're not sure. Nothing's coming to mind. Yeah, hold your breath. Someone could be smoking a joint or the room's on fire. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you all... Venzi sort of looks at you. Are you all ready? Yes. I mean, let's we're going to be. Guards. Three, two, now. And they've like pull one guard, like rips two of these torn down tapestries up from the floor and they open the door just enough to let you through in a quick single file line. Yeah, I think we run. Yeah, so you you run into the place and you can hear the doors like right behind you as tight as possible shutting and then stuffing the uh, tapestry right in beneath the doors. You can find yourself now in a wide hallway, absolutely filled with billowing smoke. Further ahead on either side of the halls, there's doorways open from bedrooms, sort of like how your hallway was. But it, there you can see they're lit, even in this dark hallway, by flickering fires up and down the hallway. Can we see? You can, 
let's talk a little bit about what's going on in here. There's a for that. So, this hallway is filled with a complex environmental hazard known Great. as Smoke-Filled Hallway. <laughs> mm -hmm. Good name. Yeah, it's very on the nose. Now, it being complex means that it has a place in initiative. It has oh. an initiative ah. role, and all of you will be acting against it because every turn, there is stuff that can happen by it. Mm. Now, we're not super worried about distances, so we have the map here as a reference, but we will be acting kind of in turn order. So as you come through this into it, let's go around, let's roll initiative. I'm not gonna hit the drop for it because it's not really a combat initiative, but I do have the, the smoke-filled hallway. Can I use survival for initiative? 100%. Smoke-filled hallway. Smoke hall is what I'm just gonna call it. And it's got a nice little initiative, nice and easy. What's everyone got for initiative? 10. All right, what does anyone else have? 24. Daniel is going to act quick. Nikolai. Oh, natural 19. 12. Okay, and lucky. 18. Okay. This blue dye is really fucking me today. Well, you, you do what you can, right? Yeah. So, here's what I will say. To talk about through the rules on this, if you want to get... There's going to be a lot of logical things you can do to fight this stuff. You could potentially try some knowledge checks to maybe figure other things out but like a lot of what you're going to want to do in this case it's pretty straightforward there's not a lot of not a ton of hidden mechanics looking down this hallway you can see that there's three doors on the left and three doors on the right of this hallway the three doors on the left you see flickering fire in all of them there's two doors on the right that you see flickering fire from one door that doesn't have quite as much fire actually coming out of smoke if you don't see any fire smire uh, fire flickering in in that one so, three fires on the left, two fires on the right. Biff, you're going to act first. What would you like to do? Uh, let's try and get up to the first door on the left. All right. Now, are you holding your breath? Uh, sure. All right. Now, we know a little bit about this. You can hold your breath equal to a number of rounds. I mean, it's five plus your constitution modifier. So how many rounds is that, Trent? Uh, six rounds. You know, if you cast a spell you are no longer holding your breath. If you attempt to fight, if you take an attack action, it counts as two turns okay. because you're exerting yourself more. So I trust all of you keep track of, I'm going to ask you on your turn how many breath, how many rounds you have left. If you want to use a die to track that or something. So you have how many rounds here, Biff? Six. Six. So you can hold your breath for six rounds. All right, so you're holding your breath. The smoke is thick. Everything in this hallway is concealed. Okay. Which is a flat check to miss it if you're attacking. So, Biff, what do you want to do? You're running down deeper into the hallway. I want to try and open up this first door on the left. Doors are already open. That's why oh. you can see the fire flickering through them. I want to search, I guess. So, you you come to it, and you can see that, because the doors in most of these rooms have already burned down to rubble. In these rooms, you see bodies in the beds where they were trapped when it was set on fire. Jesus. And when you step into the room, you can see that there is fire uh, burning in these rooms. Now, if you go into the room, you're going to be dealing with taking some damage uh, for being able to burn, but you can also go into these rooms to attempt to fight the fires, kicking apart the burning debris, smothering smaller fires, moving unburnt items out of the path of flames. I think... It is an action to fight fires. I I'm looking for people who are alive, I think. You don't see any in this room. They're all dead. Okay. Uh, can I keep going? Yep, you have move one action, move to the first room on your left. Let's go to the second room. So you move it to the second room on your left for another action, keeping your, holding your breath. If someone can look up the, like, holding breath or suffocations, I don't think moving takes more. I think it's just attacking, but I appreciate the double check. Um, all right, second room, doors already burned down. You can see four beds along, like, the south-southwestern wall, bodies in a couple of them, no one alive. But at this point, the smoke's so thick. Anyone who would have been here too long would have started suffocating. Right. Uh, so then on the third door on the left, I think. Yeah, then. so you run down to that third door on the left. It's also burned down to rubble. And you can see bodies in these beds as well. More adventurers from the night before. Sounds about right. All right. Now, Lucky, it's your turn. Um, I will go up on the right-hand side. Biff went left. I'll go right. Yep. 
And I'll go to that first room there and take a peek in. All right. Now, okay, I did refine the suffocation rules really quick for everyone. It's, yeah, if you attack or cast spells, you lose it by two. Yeah. And if you're critically hit or fail a saving throw against a damaging effect, you lose it as well because you lose some breath for it. So that first room I said, you kind of you can kind of look in it really quickly. And what you'll see that kind of stands out to you is that um, this room doesn't have an exterior window. There's nothing really on fire in this room. As a matter of fact, it looks like it's a small shrine. And the smoke in here is thick, but not nearly as thick as it is even in the hallway. And you're not really sure why, but there doesn't seem to be anyone in here, nor anything aflame. Okay, can I breathe in here? If I if try to step breathe? all the way into the room, um, yeah. You would be able to catch your breath in this room. Okay. Then it, I'll, it's like going to hurt a little, but mechanically it won't affect you. I'll do that and I'll let everyone else know. Say, air's clear in here if you need a breath. Excellent. And then I'll take a breath and I'll duck back out. All right. So that's been one action for you to get in there. Um, you have two actions left this turn. Stay on that right hand side. Okay. Go down to the second door. You do see fires coming through. There's five beds, four or five beds in this room. One of them's empty, but you don't see anyone alive. It's just those who've suffocated. Most of the beds are on fire. There's windows in the room. You can see the, the light sort of bouncing off of. All right. You got one action left. Uh, last one on the right. Same thing. Okay. Four beds, a couple of bodies. No one fortunate enough to make it out. The room almost entirely on fire, filled with smoke, um, but the heat just pouring so strong out of these rooms. The windows still intact, keeping a lot of the smoke in, but who knows what else it's doing. Okay. All right. That makes it Nikolai's turn. You've seen... Biff, run down and like check the rooms. Uh, you seem lucky to do the same thing. You've heard Lucky call out that there is that one room sort of in the middle of the hallway on the the northern side, the right-hand side, where the smoke is lighter, if you do need to go in there. I'm going to go to the first room on the left Okay. and see if I can put the fire out. All right, so fight fires is a manipulate action here. Um, it's a single action. You can attempt an acrobatics, athletic, or survival check. Okay. Because, of course, you know, if you would do other things, I can give you bonuses or penalties if you have other assets or resources at your help with this. What'd you roll? 25. On? Hey. Survival. All right, you critically succeed. Heck yes. So now... And it all goes out. <laughs> <laughs> so, every room has extinguish points, and successes give you different number of points. So at this point... You've put that room about halfway out. You've moved things out of the line of fire. Uh, you've managed to extinguish a couple of small pieces, like rip blankets or tapestries down and smother a couple bits. About half of that room is uh, out of fire. Now, that being said, because uh, you, if you're feeling really hot in here, it feels like if you end your turn in here, you might take fire damage. Okay. Um, but you don't take it for just stepping in. But finishing your turn in this room might be on the literal or, or figurative table. There's a table in that room. Like a you said it's one. about halfway out? Yep, about halfway out. Hmm. Yeah. What to do? What <laughs> to do? Um, uh, on deck is you, Jane. He's going to try to put the fire out again. Maybe it won't be hot when the fire's gone. All right, let's see what you get. Uh, that's not great. 12? Um, you fail, which uh, doesn't doesn't hurt the room. You don't let anything more on fire, but you will now finish your turn in the room. Go ahead and give me a basic reflex save. Okay. For for no reason okay. at all. That's not great. And, oh, what do you got? 13. All right. Uh, that is going to be enough to have the damage. Oh, no, you're not. That is a fail. Fuck. You'll take four <laughs> points of fire damage as the fire sort of licks at your clothing and at your skin. The fire's licking me. <laughs> Ari, it's your turn. It's like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Ari's kind of like one track mind, so she's going to use all of her actions to get to the end of the hall. She's making way for the dueling hall. Oh, she's going straight for the next thing. Yep. All right, so I think that'll be two actions to get down there. It'll be another action to open that door if cool. you want to. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to try to open it. All right, so you... Bam. Open this up. 
and it looks to be like a small gallery. Drifting coils of smoke are wafting into this finely furnished room. Padded chairs and side tables are set along the west wall, and a thick burgundy carpet is covering most of the floor. There's oil paintings hanging on the wall, shelves with statuettes and other small art pieces. Um, There does seem to be like a, a body collapsed in the middle of the room, but you don't see any obvious wounds or like puddles of blood around it. It's a small and are, body. Is the smoke coming in just from like behind me? Just from behind you. Okay. Um, and it is now. And the door was not locked. Room. Correct. I'm going to close the door. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, run to the body. All right. That's, that's your turn. Okay. All right. It is now the smoke's turn. <laughs> On the smoke's turn. It uh, actually can't take any actions. It can just take reactions. Mm. But Attack of opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> no. Which actually we found has been renamed with the remaster. No. And it's now being called reactive strike. Oh, yeah. cool. Which like does make a little more sense. Sure. Um, and also is probably less in line with text from the SRD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably. yeah, yeah. Uh, I've also found that courtesy of looking through, thumbing through uh, Rage of Elements, that it's, it, will, it will now be called off guard, not flat footed. Oh. I Almost like for similar reasons. They're hard to remember. Somehow yeah. trying to separate themselves from an, another role-playing game. Seems that way. Well, that's mm. exactly what they're doing. <laughs> All right, Biff, it's your turn. Uh, you're you're mm-hmm. you're the farthest. Mm-hmm. You're at the farthest most door um, on the the left-hand side, the southern southeastern side. What's that, Jason? Did I lose extra for? No, you did not critically fail. So you okay. just lost one so turn. So I just lost one turn. Got it. Trent, you've got what? Seven turns left. Six so, turns left. Uh, five. Putting the fire out left. doesn't burn. Doesn't cost them either, right? No, because okay, it's not cool. an attack. Sweet. We're casting a spell. I think he he would have noticed uh, what his his buddy over there did. So he's probably going to do something similar with this room. Okay. He's going to step in, fight a fire, step back out. Ooh. Okay. So step in. It's better. Remember, athletics, <laughs> acrobatics, or survival to fight the fire in this room. Okay, we're probably gonna go with some acrobatics. Sure, right? You just start spinning around so fast that the <laughs> whirlwind creates pirouette. Whirlwind technique. That's a fourteen. Uh, that is a fail. This is some gnarly fire. <laughs> uh, he just steps back. Out. Steps back out into the hall. Keep track of those breaths. All right, lucky, lucky Lachance. Um. Lucky is going to. Is there fire in the room right next to me? Yeah. To the right. Yeah. The the with the beds in it. The yeah. Is there, yeah. There's a window in there. Yes, there is. I'm gonna go break the window. Okay. So you step into the room. Um, you can break the window. What, what do you break it with? Uh, my short short my short uh short sword hilt. Yeah. No problem. You shatter it. Now, as you do that, the sudden rush of air into the room does help to clear the smoke. But the fires and you yeah, feel yeah. growing so much hotter in the room. Um, um I'm I, gonna, I am gonna say that breaking the window was not an attack. You didn't like okay. have to lunge, it's not gonna cost you more of holding your breath, but was fighting the fire like it is that, not an attack. No. So it's just it doesn't an, affect your breath. Okay. Not more than anything else. Okay. I'm gonna um drink this potion I got of fire resistance. Ooh. Nice. Excellent. And then I'm gonna fight the fire. Oh, hell yeah. That's what heroes do. All right. Going to pee on it? <laughs> sure. I mean, he's a, he's a cat person, so he, like, he marks uh, it. <laughs> beastkin, all right. It's all right. Beastkin, you're right. Not a cat person. <laughs> you're a beastkin with cat-like uh, traits. I'll roll ac- I can roll <laughs> acrobatics, you said? Yeah, acrobatics, athletics, or survival. All right. Uh, you got this. 14. Uh, you're not quite able to. Wow. Now, give me a basic reflex save. The fires in this room are raging. Okay, that was good. That's uh, 23. Okay, so that is a success. Not a critical success, so you're going to take half damage, and the fires are higher because of the window. Ooh, half damage is five. Okay, I got to see what this resistance does, but I'll let you know. Yeah, so you might take none from that potion I or hope very so. little. All right, that makes it Nikolai's turn. You're in that room. It's half out. It's burning. I'm already in there, so I'm going to try to put it out. Let's fight that fire. Fight that fire. Um, 16. Do, 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 do. All right, yet one more extinguish point. The room's almost entirely out. 
All right, I'll do it one more. You got this. Natural 19. Ooh. So you put the rest of the room out. That room, out. No longer on fire. All There's right. still a lot of smoke in there because the window's closed. But I'm going to break it. Shatter it. Smoke starting to head out now. All right. Ariadna Vex. Okay, I'm going to run to the body. Run to the body. It's a small gnome with brightly mm-hmm. colored hair. Oh. Say, hey, gnome, are you okay? Um, and you... Do you, like, touch the body or anything? You just talk yeah, to I it? Yeah, I want to, like, see if they're alive or if they're just unconscious or what. Yeah. <laughs> and over rolls onto his back Tartuccio. Oh, come oh, on. Yeah, she left him down. Kentucky. He sort of, like, stands up and, like, staggers. Maybe a little overselling it over to one of those very <laughs> padded chairs and sits down. Oh, thank you. I knew my loyal henchman would find me soon. Oh my god, and she just runs to the next room. She doesn't even wait to hear him finish talking. <laughs> Which room? There's one to the north and there's one to the south. And there's the hallway you came from. Um I think Could you use some help with these fires back here? <laughs> <laughs> but also like I can still hear fighting, right? In general, you, what you're hearing is like fighting around the whole complex, the whole manor house, the whole facilities indoors. Would I know where the dueling hall is? Somewhere to the west. All right, then I'm going to head to the west. Now, there's only doors to the north and south mm. from this room. Okay, I guess I'm going to the Jason. To the east? You're going back to the hallway? <laughs> no, to the north. Oh. See, Jason, east, southwest. <laughs> That's what the map says. You are in the billiard room. Yeah, how there's fun. There's a candlestick. How lovely. Everything is on fire. Everything is on fire. <laughs> That's what I wrote on the map. Everything is on fire. Okay. So talk to me about how you open this door. Um, well, I'm going to kick it in case it's hot. Okay. Do you say, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Do you actually? Yeah. Bam. She's been hanging out with Biff a lot. <laughs> you kick it open and you see a large room with several padded chairs, comfortable looking pair of couches, side tables, a finely crafted billiards table, in the center of the room, there's still some smoke that's trickling into this room through the walls and through underneath all the doors. But I think what really stands out to you here is you see a body sprawled on one of the couches, gagged, hands tied behind her back with ropes, long, dark hair, pointy ears, pale skin. <gasps> the lady and of the house. standing above her, you see two black tier mercenaries and uh, you know what time it is? <laughs> oh, no. Double initiative. <laughs> time to go to the next room and put out a fire. <laughs> I'm going to close that door, too. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> closing the door. This figure. Uh-oh. He looks scary. Uh, Let's take a crack at describing this man. Uh, Geralt. Yeah. With like a up-to-his-nose face cover. Uh-huh. Yeah. Very, you know, roguelike, everything is belts, mm-hmm. sort of Has uniform on. two curved blades. Pop Classic. collar uh, cloak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like brownish cloak. Mm-hmm. You know what? Um, this is kind of like based on my old character, but I'm like slightly concerned this might be like a red mantis assassin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, I mean, uh, it does not look like... It looks like an assassin for sure. Drosharis as well. He's got like yeah, 18 swords. Here to kill people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got 18 swords. Um... There's a there's a character in Final Fantasy VII who has like a cloak that goes up over his mouth and like sort of nose area. He looks that like that's what he's wearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, hair rating? Oh yeah, because he has like silver, gotta, long, seven silver of ten, hair. Yeah, like kind of a silver fox. Yeah, yeah I, so. I mean honestly, it looks a little greasy, but, mm, but the part could fits. be the part could be better. Um, you, you but the colors really nice. The guy who's him? concerned about. The greasiness or part in I'm just hair. saying, I think if, if you're asking me to rate the hair, it's a seven of ten. He has we a are. face tattoo. Yeah, three black tear drops. Three. <laughs> well, oh, that's the other one have terrifying. Two? He's the black tear yeah. himself. He uh, is the leader. He's carrying two daggers and there's four more strapped onto his body. Does he have a face covering or is that just a beard? No, that that's like a, a half mask. Uh, like she's a gonna cow. yell, Your mask is stupid. <laughs> I would just like to say one thing. Okay. <laughs> Why was Tartuccio not tied up? This reeks of suspicion to me, and I think Ari's going to turn around and kill him. I've got stats for <laughs> just that. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but I do think it's suspicious that he's just like, oh, I passed out from the smoke. But there's yeah. also like three super murderers in the next room. And it was Andy played it up for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You did mention that he was kind of like selling it. 
And so he even looks at his, where, where are you going? Aren't you, you need to protect me. <laughs> Jason is holding up a sign that says human shield? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, she goes, you shut up. And she, can I just do stuff? Oh, so it's your turn. It was okay. your final action to uh, to open this. to open the door. Let's see. Let's see. You got in the room. You moved over to Tartuccio. You rose. You roused him. Yeah. Third action. You moved over to this door. Sort of. You're out of actions. You've opened the door. But and I can yell for free, right? Yes. I'm gonna go. Help! 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 <laughs> <laughs> All Do they I hear, hear me? It's fire and flames. <laughs> I mean, things are burning. It's a little help, hard. To help! Do. I'm yelling. I'm I, yelling. I, I, I understand that. We'll see. Would um, you like to hear to me time. actually yell more no. to for, get the point across? For the sake Straight of the mic balances. <laughs> no, no, thank you. <laughs> Uh, but you know what? Right after your turn, it is Red Cutthroat's turn. Hmm. Who's, who's right there? And wait, wait, wait! Did you take your yeah. action? He Jane, said that was my last action. Was kicking the door. No, the yell oh, is free. Oh, opening oh. the door. Sorry, was my, yeah. Yeah. my bad. Mm-mm, I didn't want great. you to get shorted. I was just, I was trying. I know. I appreciate it. So it is now the Cutthroat's turn. The red one is the one in the southernmost wall, closest to you. Actually, they weren't paying a lot of attention. And they might not have heard you open the door, but they sure heard you yell, hiya, and help, help, help. <laughs> uh, excuse me, it's hip, yeah. Hip, yeah. Yeah. Also, I would like to nimble dodge. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> That's pretty- a good call. That's a good call. <laughs> Way to call that preemptively. So I think because it had a hand crossbow and dagger out, it is going to whip around. yeah, And it is going to thunk, fire off a hand crossbow at you. So now you're in the doorway. Because uh, you didn't step all the way into the room, you're like kind of in the doorway. So I'm gonna say you'll get uh, you'll get cover because he's shooting you through the door. So you get a plus two to your AC. Okay. Plus another two from your nimble dodge. Mm-hmm. So here comes thunk, crossbow goes off. Not a great roll. Uh, only a t- no, just get a ten to hit. Yeah, that's a critical fail. I love first level thunk. combat. <laughs> Crossbow's <Yeah>. there. <laughs> drops the crossbow for free, and runs over to you to stab you with the dagger. What a what? coward. Yeah. Now, you know you're getting the cover from the door, and I do believe Nimble Dodge is only against that attack, or is it till end of the turn? I don't know. What does that say? I think, I think it's, it's just that one, attack. Yeah. It says, you definitely dodge out of the way, gaining a plus two circumstance bonus to AC against the triggering attack. Okay. What, is, what does the trigger say? Trigger, a creature you can see targets you with an attack. Targets yeah. you. All right, so here we go. So this will be a 20 to hit with the dagger. That's a hit. Mm. All right. Ooh, that's six points of damage. Damn. I'm not scared. Stabs that knife into Mm. you. All right, it's the smoke's turn. It smokes. Good old smoke. Biff, your turn. How much breath you got left, buddy? Uh, I have four rounds. Fine. But I think I saw my fearless leader, obviously, at the moment, run through the doors. He's probably like, "Mm, I'm going to go follow her. And before anybody says anything about this being because of my decision making, mm-hmm. I will say Trent has said from the beginning that Biff will just blindly follow whoever he deems is the most powerful person on any given day. Yeah. Yes. In life or in this game? I mean both. Yes. <laughs> uh, so do I? Do you want me to use my speed now that we're in like yep. combat time? All right. So this is problematic because um, with the heavy armor now, my speed is 15 feet. Uh-huh. So uh, it's going to take some move actions. Mm-hmm. Now, important question here. Do you meet the strength requirement for the armor? I mean, my speed is 15 feet in Hero Lab. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm going to guess that, is, that it's lab? probably trustable. I have a plus two strength, so maybe oh, not. Oh, you may not so, meet it then. Yeah, right, that's yeah. probably the problem. Uh, so at, at least one move action here. Okay. That's why you got to so, take that. Do- 5, 10, 15, 20... A dwarf and take that feet for the to ten to fifteen. Yeah, you're yeah. right there. That's one turn. One action to move forward to there. And then that can be five. Ten fifteen. That's a second action for that second diagonal. And then you can get up and through there with your third action. So you run down the hallway. I imagine like you just sort of bowl through the door. You don't yeah. even try to open it. You just bowl through the door. So the smoke is now starting to billow into this room. So you run by Tartusha is like, oh great, another one's here to help me. Where are you going? Shut up, little shorty. <laughs> <laughs> It's a bit self-loathing, maybe, but <laughs> he deserves it. We should unpack that later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, Tartucky. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, you come through right into the room and face-to-face with another black-tier cutthroat. <gasps> and you see on the end of the room that one with, like, 
the, all the knives and the cloak, and you do see Jathal tied up on the couch as they're like walking over the knife out. Oh, I'll save you. All right, that's your <laughs> whole turn. I just love that. All right, um, you are now, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say it is three turns until the gallery is full of smoke, and it is going to be four turns until the room you're in is full of smoke and has the smoky condition. Until those doors are closed, then it stops that timer. Lucky, your turn. Um, I am going to try and put this fire out. Damn right. Did you figure out how much damage you took with the resistance? Zero. That's what I thought. Nice. I had resistance five. I took five. So. Nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we're good. Okay. Acrobatics check of 23. Ooh. All right. That is an extinguish point in that room. You're a fourth of the way there. That's not a crit success? Nope. Uh, it was 23? 23. Yeah, not a crit success. Sad. But you put some of the fire out. You move some things out of the way. You got two more actions. Man, it's going to take four successes to do this. Or a crit. I mean, it seems like a crit gives you two points. You have to roll real high. (laughs) It seems to be that way. seems to be that way. (laughs) My thinking also with this was like, literally, we are heroes who can go fight. But like, there's a fuck ton of people in that back room that could come out here and put out fires. Maybe. They, you know, they've like, been fighting. They've been holding that room as people have been trying to break through the doors. They're fine. We fought off everybody behind us. This is like an actual siege. <laughs> yeah. I'm just Shit's saying. going down. <laughs> people are assigned. When it comes to the fires, Ari is like, not my job. <laughs> All right. I'm going to do another one. Another yeah. firefighting. Do yes. It. Believe in you. 23 again. All right. Another point. And then I'm going to duck into this yeah, room. Into the gallery room? Yeah, yeah. Come through. Tartuccio, uh, finally, you, uh, a yeah, gentle. I'm not, I'm not here for you. God damn, God damn it. <laughs> you're all incompetent. Uh, you're the worst so fucking ever. rude. I'll deal with you later, you tartucky, son of a bitch. Go <laughs> put out a fire. Uh, what? There's a fire there still? You haven't taken care of that? Get on it. I'm all out of spells. Use when your the smoke hands. took me here and knocked me out. Then what use are you? Took you here. Took You're me here and knocked me. <laughs> All right, Nikolai. Nikolai. <laughs> Nikolai is all the way at the end. We'll move to the next room. <laughs> yep. And start to put the fire out. Damn right. All right, so you move down the hall. Really, I would say I'm really appreciating you playing into like the good guy cleric motif. Oh, calling in a patch on a fight fire check. Well, That's what heroes do. One's probably going to not be good. Yeah. Uh, 24. Ugh, not a crit. So close. Damn it. You start putting that fire out in that room. You got one action left this turn. We believe How much of it's you. put out? A fourth. I'll step out. Okay. <laughs> You're not going to get burned this time? Nah. How's your breath doing? Um, Let me ask you this. Could I have, before I walked out of that room? No, because the smoke hadn't cleared okay. out of there yet. Okay. Then I'm at three. Three turns left. Uh, Lucky, the room you're in, you can breathe. Remember, we okay. have a clock going down on um, on that room. Yep, yep. I'm just using a blade in the dark mechanic. I'm just running clocks on that for simplicity. It. It's great. a really great way to track stuff and leave it open for players. All right. Black, tear, cutthroat, green, the one on the north side of the room, is going to spend... I think it'll need to take two actions to avoid a AOO or reactive attack but it's going to loop around a flank um, Biff. So someone would mind moving that pawn for me. So it's going to cut to like the east. It's going to take the two actions to go all the way around and come in. They're they're smart fighters. Um, <laughs> Jared's looking at it. I think if I go back at an angle and spend an extra distance, yeah, I, I can get around. Fine. Yeah. But it'll be two actions to get there. So it comes in with the dagger while flanking you, Biff. Bro, you get to yeah. flank the fighter. <gasps> Fuck. All right. An eight to for hit. Real, for real flank. Uh, that's <laughs> going to be a big old miss. Yep. In fact, that is a critical miss. Critical miss. Yeah. All right, that's its whole turn. Ari, it's your turn. You rolled an, Ari's a, an turn. eight total? Yeah. What was that, a two? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, flanking isn't a bonus to hit now. It's a penalty to AC, yeah. so it doesn't help how bad that sounds. Right. <laughs> oh, it's not a... Uh, wait, so did you... Eight is with the flat-footed? No, flat-footed is on your end. It's okay. a penalty to AC. Or, not a critical or, miss. Uh, off-guard. Yeah. That's Sorry, off-guard. Not a critical miss, but very close. <laughs> God. Ari's right. going to stab with the kukri at the one who stabbed her. Okay. Now, there's because you're kind of fighting through the doorway, it's going to get... Both of you are going to have cover fighting against each other there. Okay. 
Actually, no, I, he didn't get, you didn't cover from it. It will yeah. not get covered because you're kind of halfway in the doorway, so never mind. Symmetrical Yeah, cover. now that you mention it, what the hell? 21 to hit. Uh, that's going to be one heck of a hit. So that's going Ow. up against Cutthroat Ooh. Red. Yes, cut Red. Cutthroat Red. I think I should give the names, like, proper names that just Damn have that. the same thing. Like, this is Rupert. This Rupert. is Rupert the Cutthroat. Oops, that's the wrong it's one. It's intimidating names. Yes. Uh, that's seven points of damage. Um, yep, yeah, okay. Not looking too good. Cool. Um, Ari's going to trip that one, or attempt to trip. Okay. Now, this will this will take a minus five. <clears throat> well, that's good, because I rolled a natural 18. Okay, so... Because apparently this die is just really yeah, killing it today. Because yeah, of trips die. count against your multiple attack penalties. Uh-huh, so it's a what? Minus five, because it's right. your second attack of the round. Okay, so that's a 19. Uh, against its reflex DC, that's just enough. You'll bam. Yeah. Dang. Ari gains panache, um, okay. is not going to use it, and is going to just stab at this guy again. This will be at your third attack penalty, your lowest one. Indeed. Which is a minus two, which is kind of drag. Um, mm-hmm. 15, though, to hit. 17 on the die? You're rolling rocks sure did. today. This, uh, like, metal die that I got is really nice. God damn. What die is that? Is that the aluminum one? Uh, Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that one from Gen Con. That's mm-hmm. great. Uh, yeah, that's a hit. Um, so you do, was it Dang. one or is it two points of panache damage on normal hits? I I did not take panache on this one. No, no. Even if you don't use a finisher, as long as you have panache, you apply a, a blanket bonus damage to all of your attacks. Really? Yeah, I don't think it'll matter. You can look it up. He has one hit point left. Oh, okay. Well, cool. Because uh, <laughs> it would be seven points anyway. But. You take him out. That's your turn. Look up. Uh, it'll be under the panache rules for your character on Archives of Nephis. So even if I don't do the finisher, I get an added yeah. one point. Oh, it's yeah. One, one point circumstance. I think your speed may also increase. You get several bonuses as I long get, as you have I also panache. get that for tumbling through. Yep. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. And a five-foot status bonus to my speed. Yeah, so that's why awesome. like having panache cool. can be great. That's why you don't want to always spend it, because you can like save it, use it, move Right, quicker. so now I have it until I use it until the end of the combat, correct? Exactly. Okay, you can cool. get it back. And I can use it against a different foe than I got it from. Because yeah, panache, it isn't like the investigator, you're tracking someone, or like the ranger hunting someone. It's like you're in a, you're in a state of being badass. Nice. You're just ready to be badass. Nice. Oh my God, you killed another one. That's so <laughs> fucking cool. <laughs> All right, that also lets me remove... <laughs> Everything in the big voice just makes me laugh so much. <laughs> They're dead. Uh, it's now the smoke's turn, so I'm going to advance a couple of clocks. She's like, he made me bleed my own blood. <laughs> Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Nobody. Three, three turns until the gallery is full of smoke. Five turns until the billiard room is full of smoke. Uh, smoke continues to burn. The room that you put out and cracked the window with, Jason, is starting to lose it. The room that, Lucky, you cracked the window in is not quite... It's generating smoke, but some of it's going outside, so it's contributing a little less towards the hallway. Okay. All right, I think we're going into turn three here. No, it'll be turn four uh, for Biff. Uh, Well, I think I know what I got to do. I'm going to spend an action to scamper. Talk so, to us about Scamper. Scamper is a... That's adorable. It's a kobold uh, uh, feat, uh, ancestry feat. Uh, you stride up to your speed plus five uh, foot status bonus. You have to start adjacent to an enemy. <laughs> uh, you gain a plus two circumstance bonus to AC against reactions triggered by the movement. <laughs> and you must end this movement in a space that's not adjacent to any enemy. Actually, no. Why would I do that? I don't want to do that. I just wanted to read the rule, which is Scamper's very cool. cool. For I do like that, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you just get to like, oh, oh fuck, and just <laughs> run away. Uh, no, instead, I'm just going to... You get to uh, reposition. Right. <laughs> I'm just going to attack the uh, the cutthroat the green. old cutthroat standing right next to me here. All right, the one who went to flank you. Yeah, bastard. You got your trident out. Oh, oh yeah. I love having the flip match. Hey, so cool. look at that. Uh, Yeah, that's pretty good. That's a 25. That's a critical hit. This yes. side of the table is really on fire today. Yeah, we're not doing so great over here. I haven't touched the Jane drop in episodes. Ha ha. You might need to change it. <laughs> that is 10 Jane's hit points. Jane's going to roll and we hope it's good and it oddly has been really good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like that uh, one. Dead. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. Boom. Yeah. You, you, you still have your shield out, too, right? I do. Shield, pitch fire. Ari's like, get him, Biff. 
Um, like that was fucking... one action. I'm just going to walk over to the other guy and be like, you're next, motherfucker. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to stab at him, too. <laughs> you went right. from vomiting at the sight of blood <laughs> to just murdering uh, people. I mean, he's he's been around the most badass fighter he's ever seen, so... He's inspired. This is an 18. I love that Ooh. this is just turning into an Ari Biff buddy cop series. <laughs> Uh, that's a hit. Yes. Nice. And that is six points of damage. Piercing damage. Okay. Oh, right in. He whips around. He snarls these knives in hand. Yeah. And it's now his turn. That's not going to be fun. Yeah. So he sort of snarls, spits. I'll show you a stab. Uh, you did not have to spit on. <laughs> I am sorry. Uh, so he is going Why to... Why is he French all of a sudden? I, I spent That's a long time doing a French accent. It's my bad. Uh, so he's like, I'll show, show you a stab. And he's like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you spent time in the tram. <laughs> he is going to use double strike with his daggers. So first dagger attack coming in. God... Yes. <laughs> I'm impenetrable. Eleven. <laughs> that is I'm a mess. Dice. I'm changing dice. Second dagger strike coming in. Twenty-three. Oh man, that's <laughs> a hit. That was a good change. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's time. I'm going back to the headlopper die. I don't right. like the name of that. Four points of damage. Okay. All right. He'll then follow up with a final attack for the round. Just another dagger strike. What'd you get, James? Critical hit. Oh. That's not a one. It's oh, a nine. it looks like a natural one. All right. Well, Shit. Damn it. Shit. Let's go ahead and grab uh, another D. Well, Biff was here. a really fun character. Yeah, it was nice knowing. Yeah. He has a twin it's sister good. named Tiff. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Tiff. His brother shows up. All right. Yeah. Uh, six points of damage from that crit. It's okay. first level. Okay. Yep. Yep. That's good. his whole turn. Good, well, I'll say the other day, uh, somebody showed me a TikTok of a cat, and the way it meows sounds like it's going, well, hi. Well, hi. <laughs> I love that video. <laughs> I was like, this is Biff. Well, hi. <laughs> well, hi. Well, hi. Well, hi. I love animal videos. <laughs> All right. That was this lieutenant's, named lieutenant's turn. Lucky, it's your turn. Wait, uh, so, never mind. <laughs> okay. Back in to fight the fire. <laughs> You're going to close the door behind you or let the smoke keep coming in? Oh, it's coming in. No! <laughs> you just hear like, ah, ah, shit! Ari's like, close the door! Uh, acrobatics. Nope, that's a 10. Okay. Total. And you then, stay in the room? Yeah, we'll do it one more time. All right. Hey, that's a 25. That's a that's crit. That's a crit. Nice. Yeah. Oh, you, yes. You Fire's had, out. You already had two successes in that room, so you Ay. put the fire completely yeah. out. That was yeah, my natural dude. 19 this time, so. Nice. Amazing. So two of the rooms are out. Three are still on fire. Ah, oh, three more. God, okay. How many? You know, it could have been... I was trying to pace, like, how many episodes here prepped for today? I'm like, well, the, the hallway will take one. Yeah, this yeah, fight's yeah. probably a different ep. Nope. And we're like, we'll do them both at the same time, James. Thanks. <laughs> Jane's over there like, do you think I could chain a third fight in? Yeah. yeah. There's like, another door to open. Ari's hyped. In I'm playing an open world game, how many cars can I crash into a pile? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lucky, that's your turn. Nikolai, you've got that room. You've got one extinguished credit in there. And... I must step in there and try to put that fire out. Put that fire out. Because you know what people love? Firefighters. 14. Of course. Nope. You one got one short, action left. One you going to stay in there? You 15 is the number. It's the number. What's I will it? not only that, I'm going to move all the way to the other room. You're going to go to the breathing room? Yeah. You step in here. It's a good move. Let me give you a slightly better description of this room. <laughs> 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 Don't black. worry. He has like black in his nose. Like you see firefighters when they're done, they have like <laughs> yeah. inside uh -huh. of their black coated smoke. So you step in here. The room's plain stone walls and polished floors have already become oh, stained with smoke, but it's still not that thick in here. At the far end of the room, atop a stone dais, stands a marble statue of an armored half-elven woman. One hand clutching a heavy shield, the other clenched into a fist over her heart. So that's 
Is that the reason this room like, isn't on fire? Like it's like a blessed room? Maybe. You can find more if you want to do recall knowledge. Check yeah. next turn. Fuck. I forgot. All right. Green <laughs> cutthroat. <laughs> dead. Never mind. Yep. Not Green cutthroat. Dead. Bleeding. <laughs> Trident marks on his body. Three stab wounds. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Although, you know, interesting little uh, side note. Yeah, let me do it right now, real quick. In first edition D&D, rounds weren't six seconds. They were about 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. And an attack roll did not betray a single attack. It represented a round of skirmishing, which could be multiple attacks. Anyway, that makes sense. Just set to share with you. All right, Vex, it's your turn. All right, so this guy just stabbed Vex. Biff, which she does not love. Yeah, not at all. Um, So she's going to run up and stab him back and... Okay, now uh, you either have to get up onto the table, which will take an extra move, or run around to the north side to get in range. You mm, mess up that billiards table? I kind of want to... It's covered in smoke and stuff. It's not... It's ruined. <laughs> the billiards table? Yeah, they're going to have to refill it. Yeah, they're going to have to refill that thing for sure. Right, 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 right. Maybe that's granite. Like, you're going to be fine. <laughs> uh, so it would take, like, an action to get up on nope, the table? An extra five feet. Oh, freak yeah, I'm getting up on yeah, the table. Yeah, di- difficult terrain is just an additional five feet. Yeah, so she runs up onto the table and then just, like, jumps down Kukri out to, like, stab this guy as she jumps down. You doing your finisher? I am going to use the confident finish. She's feeling confident. That okay. was so badass. Yeah. A important thing here. Trent, Jane. take a look. Trent, tell us what. Tell us what's Dude, on the. Dude, <laughs> you're you're rolling rocks. What, what did what did Jane roll? Natural eighteen. But here's the thing, Jane. Before you get uh, over no, there, as don't you be move a dick. through his threatened area, <laughs> he will react by striking you in the air. Did she move through his threatened area? Because I'm on the table. Yeah, to move down there. Hmm, All right. Whatever. And we're going to resolve that attack of opportunity. Oh, uh, Tune in next time. Uh, uh, I hate that, this. That's actually called attack of opportunity anymore. <laughs> yeah, get it right. <laughs> the Live to Die podcast is a production of Live to Die Gaming. Follow us on social media at Live to Die Pod. Leave a review and tune in next week for more. If you like the amazing background audio and music, all that credit goes to Sirenscape. Make sure you check them out at sirenscape.com.